one of the strong suits that we have as a team that other 18 19 year olds don't necessarily have we're really i think we're really open and transparent with our communication which helps set expectations um so kind of with that cause and effect relationship we've been over a lot of things kind of what we expect as a team we've talked about different things moving forward how we want to approach kind of the next few weeks and stuff like that so we haven't put really anything down in writing but i don't feel like it'll be something crazy out of the ordinary where we can put something together Teamwork and collaboration is a core part of the first year integrated core, something we actually work on in Business 102 formally, but in all four of the classes all semester long as it leads up to several projects, including the client challenge at the very end of the semester. Today, I sit down with one of those teams who's going through their journey to work together, set expectations, and set themselves up for that final client challenge the end of this spring semester. Welcome to the First Year Integrated Core podcast. So, you obviously know why I asked you all to be here though, right? Yeah. Tell me why. Somebody tell me why. Well, of course you're a good group. Sorry, from from like from like way down the hallway, I think that audio came in. Yes, yes, you are a great group. But what what was that first impression that uh, that you think made me think you were a great group? Anybody? I think the uh, the kind of case study with Kramer Nation kind of set us apart from from the other presentations that we might have seen. I mean, you kind of walked in the room and set yourselves apart by dressing <laughs> professionally. Enough, Right, and then you stood up there. Even though, if I remember correctly, the technology wasn't working, we no, had to use bad. the little screen. It was bad. Yeah, that I like to call user error because I figured out what the problem was. I didn't admit it in front of anybody, but uh, now the world will know. But uh, yeah, that was that was the moment, right? So you did your presentation. Even the two teams that were supposed to go after you, even though we we're getting close to time or we are overtime, they're like, I don't even know why we're going to present. <laughs> That team's obviously going to win. Did you win? We did. Of course you did. All right, so why don't uh, why don't we just go around you introduce yourself real quick for the many listeners that we have of the FYC podcast. I don't know why you laugh when I say that, uh, but we did have about 63 downloads last week. I was very excited about. Um, but yeah, let's go left to right. Ali, you want to start? Just introduce yourselves. Tell us who you are, maybe where you're from. Okay, yeah. Uh, I'm Allie Secor. I'm an accounting major here at Farmer. I'm from the Grand Rapids area in Michigan, which is the west side of the state. Okay, I'm Megan Lydon. Um, my major is human capital management and leadership, which is in Farmers, and obviously. And then I'm from Cleveland, Ohio. Hi, everyone. My name is Haley Ferris. I'm a marketing major, and I'm from the suburbs of Philadelphia. Uh, my name's Henry Zeigert. I'm an economics major right now. Um, I'm from Lafayette, Colorado. Uh, my name is Grant Bush. I'm on a business undeclared major, and I'm from a suburb of Columbus, Ohio. All right, so when you get put on a team in the first year integrated core, and this was the earliest time ever, I told you all that. It was like week two, I think. Yeah. It's, it's not by chance. They look at majors, and they try and put people on teams so that there's interest and experience from the different types of majors that early. But there is an element of chance, right? Mm -hmm. And it seems like from the very beginning – you all gelled. Is that fair to say? Did you figure that out right away? 
I feel like we never had an au- we never had an awkward like encounter. Like it was very natural the first minute we all started sitting together, which is like for me when I started meeting people new, I'm like awkward at first. So having a group that I was very comfortable with in the beginning was like awesome, but I feel it was really rare too. So yeah, I think I had at least generally known Henry beforehand. We live in the same building. Okay. Um, and Peabody is a, a bit of a community, unlike a lot of other dorms, um, just in the nature of living there. So I kind of knew who he was. and But other than that, like I think we just all, right from the beginning, were very true to ourselves and very, like felt very comfortable just kind of being who we were. And I think being in the so many classes together definitely helped with that. Like mm-hmm. We all generally had either probably talked to or seen people around, and so that definitely helps, I think. You all just took the initiative in week one or week two to kind of get to know the people that were around you and by chance you ended up on the same team? I think a lot of it, you want to go? Yeah, I think a lot of it is kind of like that, but also I think we have a special group of personalities in this group, I think more so than any others. So, I mean, I know, (laughs) I know that, I know that I, me, me and Allie, I know are a little bit out there. We're, we're kind of the louder ones in the group, so it might be easier for other people to kind of feel more relaxed or whatever, whatever they you want to say. You two being louder helps other people relax? That's I think amazing. So, because it kind of takes away from your little your little fear of, like, everybody being, like, quiet and awkward. So if you see a couple people doing that, then I feel like, I mean, who knows, because I said I'm the loud one. But <laughs> I, I would feel like that's a little bit easier for other people. Like, oh, yeah, this is a fun space. That's awesome. Did you all get together before I had you get together to do the team outing? Did you all get together on your own at all? I don't think so. No. No, I think it was we did like I think we did we didn't get together before the team outing, but we did do a lot more socializing like in class and stuff like mm-hmm. that. We definitely okay. took some time to kind of get to know each other and talk when we were having like a downtime during class or something like that. Gotcha. And then what was your team outing that we did in Business 101? Where did you go? What did you do? Oh, oh that's way It was here. It was in Farmers. Yep, we did a time-lapse video of us. We went and sat in one of the lobby, like, side areas of Farmer. We had, like, a good conversation about pretty much everything. I think that definitely helped. We talked about a lot of stuff because we were trying to, like, make sure the video was going to be long enough. Yeah. And so we just kind of kept talking about it, and we ended up talking about a lot of different things. At the end of it, was there something like, okay, that's the time. We're good. We met the, the end. You remember no, that on the video? Class. We had class. Yes. Oh, you just had to go. <laughs> yeah. So you were able to manage your time as a team already? That's pretty amazing. Yeah, I mean, it's challenging a little bit. But, um, <laughs> we, like, have to change plans, like, 20 times, but it always works out because, obviously, we all prioritize, like, this core group. So it's been working out, even though it's been a little challenging trying to, fit, like, line up all the schedules. Yeah, everybody's got a lot going on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you do to align up all the schedules? Do you... Use a group chat, or what tools do you all use to keep organized? Yeah, we have a group chat that we use um, via text. I don't know. (laughs) We text a lot. Yeah, Yeah. I think a lot of it too is we set up. We set up kind of when we're on our way out of one meeting, we kind of set up the next meeting. Yeah, I guess which I think is helpful. Mm -hmm. It's everybody. It's everybody having to put their input in one place. Where on your phone, you can be off your phone for two hours, and we don't hear from you. So yeah. So tell me. So we went from getting to know who was on our teams to the team outing to this crammer nation low stakes environment presentation and y'all absolutely crushed it tell me about walking up to that point what was the 
What was the conversation like? Was it, we want to make a really good first impression? Are you naturally good speakers? Do you all just want to really do well in anything you do? What, how did that happen? At least for what it felt for me, it felt very natural. Like we weren't trying to be crazy, the best team ever. It just felt like we were naturally doing what we're supposed to be doing. And if that's like really good effort, then I just think that's the kind of students we are. And then um, Henry and Grant love to dress business casual. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Honestly, I don't think it's business casual. I think it's like you guys are pretty formal. Business professional. You all casual. were definitely business professional. Like the yeah. type of dress that we see in the client challenge. Sometimes we don't see it in the client challenge and wonder <laughs> what happened. But top hats for the client. Yeah. yeah, we were talking we're about monocle. You're going to have a monocle? <laughs> We're Come on now. Now it's on the record. Oh, it's on Grant. 10 Grant mistakes. Oh, We're giving away our secrets. And tell all my friends to download this podcast. <laughs> Please do. Then we'll have... Now you have five new ambassadors. Yeah. Yes. And if all of you follow, then we'll have six people following. So that'll be exciting. And then all of your <laughs> and friends. And all of my friends. Yeah. Wow. I didn't invite you here just to expand. <laughs> yes, I kind of did. I'm good at math like that. No, that that's awesome. So you came in, you dressed up, you had a really good um, presentation. How do you reflect on that? Did you get together and say, hey, this was great. Let's keep pushing. What was the conversation between that presentation and then what you did with our latest, the DEI presentation? Um, I think that one of the reasons that we did really well on that first presentation was we didn't overthink the situation. We didn't try and do we didn't try and come up with solutions that wouldn't be relevant to where the company was at that point. We tried to stick with very real and tangible solutions. So I think with that mindset and kind of realization going into the second project, it was easy for us to kind of prioritize um, what we what our expectations were and how we wanted to figure out kind of different avenues of reaching those solutions or the right questions to ask or whatever whatever it may have been. Okay. Yeah, I think the second project was definitely after that first presentation, the ex we knew that our expectations were a little higher than maybe some of the other groups would have been. I may have said that a couple times. Right? <laughs> you set the bar, now you yeah, gotta take it higher. So that definitely added a level of, a little bit of a challenge that I think probably helped our group in theory, but it took a little while to get there because you felt like your ideas, I think personally, I felt like what we were doing or like our ideas sometimes weren't gonna be good enough because of how that first presentation went, but um. I think managing that definitely helped us, but also it definitely added a level of challenge that I think a lot of other groups maybe didn't have. How do you come to that conclusion that this is the right answer, this is the right idea, this is where we stop ideating and start to sharpen our presentation skills? How did you all get there for, for either of those two? I think we all just, we kind of like we're in agreement, like this is this is good. Like we all felt very, very confident in our solutions. And so that's when we started sharpening up the presentation. I okay. think it's what, when you find something that everybody in our group not only like thinks is a good idea, but we're also passionate about it. It's like if you can find something that your whole group cares about, it not only influences the presentation itself, but like you're going to be able to sell it better if you care. So when we find that idea that like kind of we, both of our presentations, we broke it into like a few different components of a solution and i think when you can find something that everybody in your group is passionate about they're going to sell it so much better because they care you make me so proud and i know you probably knew that way before you got into my my class and i know that 102 is really the presentation class but oh i say that all the time right you got to find something you're passionate about and you found it with a tutoring service 
you found it with a trade group focused on DEI. Now we transition into a business simulation, which you're in the practice round right now. <laughs> yeah, that'll be fun. Um, you spend the next three weeks on developing a product, marketing the product, pricing the product, manufacturing, all of that. How have you done so far kind of transitioning from the end result is a presentation to the end of result is revenue? How have you made that transition? Well, oops. Um, <laughs> I think with the presentations, what we all did well, I know this is like kind of the reason of picking out the certain people in each group, is that we focused on something we were passionate about. Like Haley worked on the logo and she's a marketing major, so she loved doing that. Blah, blah, blah. Adam loved the logo too, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. So that's good. Um, we have an accounting major in what, econ? Yeah. They love the revenue side, so they've been helping at least the rest of us try to navigate market games right now. But I think it's if we can lean on one another to like work towards whatever we're good at, then it all ends up grouping together at the end, which is, I guess, the main point of this group. So. Yeah, to kind of build off that, I would, I mean, it's, it's interesting because with a lot of I know for DEI, you had to look up information on um, DEI and other companies and stuff like that and how you could take that into this presentation that you're bringing to the change group. Um, but with this, it's really the the really, really sort of stuff, like all of the operations inside of things. So I think that it's a kind of a different beast that you're trying to learn how to tackle, mm -hmm. um, which which is a little bit different than what we have been doing. So I think that if we keep building on managing each other's skills and talents, then I think that we'll we'll find some success. We'll find some success in, in, in the market games. What's it like to get a little bit of guidance and go into something like market games where you have to do a lot of the work to dig into the simulation to get the answers? What's that um, like? It is frustrating. I would say it was frustrating, but I, our whole first meeting about market games, honestly, was trying to understand it. Um, and I think that that ended up helping, but it also, it, it gets frustrating. And as a group, when you're trying to make sure that everybody understands, but like sometimes it takes a minute for everybody to understand and like it gets frustrating, but I think it also is such an important part of like getting that foundational knowledge beforehand so that you can actually do the best that you can. That kind of is what we learned from that first practice round of all of that. And it's very intentional, right? Oh, yeah. No surprise. Mm -hmm. Like I gave you where to look and what to do and then put the ownership on all of you all of the teams all of the students to figure out how together we're going to read the business case and understand what the scenario is and look at the customer analysis to see what the demand is for the products so that we make something that they actually want to sell and the end of the scenario which for us is tonight uh, tomorrow you'll see your results and then you'll be able to take that familiarity with the simulation into round one but no not everybody took it as serious as perhaps you did in this first round. So in in the in the practice round, I should say, in the first round, everything resets. And those of you go who went and took the practice round seriously have an advantage compared to those who maybe didn't spend enough time, maybe didn't meet as a team. Uh, knowing that, knowing that this is practice, knowing that things will slightly change, how do you now prepare for the actual first round of market games. What's your plan? Do you think that far ahead to uh, to Thursday, a couple days from now, to transition into the real one? Um, I don't 
know if we have like a set plan, but we did meet 15 minutes before. We just talked over some things, which was good. And I think that we all know that this is going to be very time consuming and that we're going to have to put in a lot of effort. So I think going into it, like we can definitely create a plan, um, you know, leading up to our first round. Feel like we all feel confident in that. I think getting those results are going to be super important because there's a certain point that we all sat there and we're like, we have done, we've learned what we can from not actually seeing how this turns out. And so you kind of get to a point where you turn everything in and you're like, we will learn just as much from the results of what we did and the thought process we went through as we're going, as we did beforehand. So I think that that will kind of help tomorrow set the stage for how we kind of approach this first round of actual graded market games and I think that that'll be super important to how we finish. Gotcha. Another thing we're going to focus on this week is creating a team contract. Have you all done that before with other team-based assignments? Mm -hmm. So we I think it's a little late in the semester so we might change that next time but you've now been through two you're in your third project as a team now we put everything down on writing. And I know it's probably not a surprise to any of you. Not all teams are in the same situation, right? They've, they, yeah, they've identified some, some problems that they had on teams. Could be personalities, could be dedication, could be, as Ali said, it takes some people longer to, to understand what's going on with whatever the situation is, DEI or market games. But now we're going to put it in writing. Have you considered or through your texts or any any work that you've done so far kind of created, here's what our expectations are of each other as a team. Have you done that? Have you had those conversations before? Not really, but I feel like one of the strong suits that we have as a team that other 18, 19 year olds don't necessarily have, we're really, I think we're really open and transparent with our communication, which helps set expectations. Um, so kind of with that cause and effect relationship, we've been over a lot of things, kind of what we expect as a team. We've talked about different things moving forward, how we want to approach kind of the next few weeks and stuff like that. So we haven't put really anything down in writing, but I don't feel like it'll be something crazy out of the ordinary where we can't put something together. And gotcha. there's a certain level of respect among just the people here that like our time is valuable. We all know we're really, really busy. And I think that there's that level of respect for other people's time and their efforts, I think is kind of the foundation of probably where that contract will go. But I think that that's just how our team functions is we all respect each other. And there's this idea that we need to all work to like make sure that we're all working really well. That's awesome. Have you had any struggles as a team? Any tough conversations? We can talk about that. <laughs> I know my group members are laughing, but uh, no, it's all good. Yes, I had a very big struggle. Um, I had an injury in the start of the semester, which was really hard. And I've also been dealing with another thing that has been very personal. Um, but I have more recently definitely reached out. And um, like this is obviously more personal. I've been trying to just be on top of more things. And that's why I did talk to my group members before this um, podcast to kind of tell them that, you know, I think that hopefully we can kind of move past that. And I really want to contribute to the group because I think of them all very highly and they do contribute a lot. Um, so, yeah, I think I do think that, you know, obviously actions speak louder than words. I know that. Um, but yeah, I think that that was probably a struggle for them. Um, and also for me as well. But just being open and transparent is awesome. And they were super supportive. So, yeah. 
<laughs> but also, if that's, like, our biggest struggle and she's comfortable coming to us about that and it's not some immature way of handling it, I feel like we're already, like, miles above whatever anyone else could expect from an 18 or 19-year-old. So I think we're doing okay and, like, we know the commitment we need to give to all this and we're doing that now and we can't wait to show that with the client challenge. So it's been going really good, I think, personally. That's incredible. So what's the plan for the client challenge? What's the Dominate. bar? We want to do really Dominate. well. We want to, I think. I want to win. That's my goal. But. Oh, boy. That's on the record now. Man. Yep. It's written. Um, it's down. I think we do have this expectation that, like, we did that Cramination presentation in, what, five days? Or something. Yeah, something like that, yeah. Like, it was a quick really short amount of time. And so I think that that was a big confidence builder because we're, like, if we can do that in five days, like, we have a long time for the client challenge, like, we have to have that expectation. Like, we can do really, really well, but we also need to keep in mind, like, we still need to be realistic and, like, make sure that we're not pushing ourselves incredibly hard because, like, it's stressful and, like, you have to make sure that you're not, like, overworking ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think if we put in our best, best effort, like, that's really all you can do. And, and, like, I think, you know, if we try our best and we work really hard as a team together, then regardless if you win or not, I personally would be really proud of the group and myself, I guess. Yeah. Thoughts? <laughs> I think for me what it comes down to, I mean, it's a it's a big, it's a big thought, like how you're going to do in the client challenge, but I don't know with me personally, as long as I put together something that I'm proud of and feel confident that I'm saying, yeah, I contributed to this. This is this is me and my team. As long as I'm proud of something that we put together and that I feel good about it, then that's I mean that's kind of a win for for me at least. And I know that when when I put something together that I'm proud of, it's not more often than not it's my better work. Sure. Um, I mean, it's kind of goes back to what you're passionate about. If you do something that you're passionate about and can find it interesting, it's it's more interesting for the people that you're presenting to, or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm building off that. I 100% agree. Like, if we put in the effort um, that we know that we can put in, um, get, get a good solution, um, and just sharpen up everything um, to a T, um, I feel like not only will we be happy with our final grade and the final product, but we'll, we'll just be happy with ourselves and the effort that we put into it. That's awesome. What am I missing? What's the X factor that you have as a team that we haven't covered? The X factor. Mm-hmm. What separates you from other teams? I just think we're all like genuine friends. Yeah. Like we actually all like each other, so that helps a lot. I think. I think if you, yeah, I definitely agree that it's it's like a friend group. Like when you go through our texts, like it's kind of all over the place. <laughs> For the record, I don't want to go through no, your texts. It no, it's not. It's not a, no, it, <laughs> everyone in this group is pretty like well-spoken and I think everyone can articulate their thoughts very well which I I personally think that like execution is a big thing in regard to just success and especially when you're presenting something um but yeah I think like also I mean I um we were talking about this earlier like we're planning on like hanging out like after spring break not doing work together (laughs) maybe talking about it but not doing it just to like you know I think just to strengthen our um, relationships, especially before this big 
challenge coming up. Love it. Well, that was awesome. Thanks for hanging out for a few minutes. We even kept it under half an hour. Allie said there's no way that we would do that. So one me, zero for Allie. Yeah, there's a little bit of luck involved with who you end up with on your team. There's a lot of thought that goes into how do we create a team that has diversity of thought, but you've got to figure out how to make that work. This team has done a great job of being open with their communications, setting goals, making sure that they push their expectations even higher once they find success, that has brought them together and helped them prepare for what will be the client challenge here in just a couple of weeks. Also, we've got new podcast art that has come out thanks to Allie, who was part of this podcast today. So thank you so much, Allie. Thank you for all those who voted. We'll talk to you next time on the First Year Integrated Core podcast. <laughs>